one. Welcome to Yap, Series 38, Episode 1, The News. I'm your host, Mike Wilhelm. I'm his co-host, Mike Dunlap. And our new special guest, once again, is Randall. How's it going? And um, we're here again, back from another three months. (laughs) Like clockwork. A little bit of background noise there. Anyways, uh, this is... New, uh, the news edition, and uh, and I think we ought to just go right into the news, if I can remember which button is the freaking news. <laughs> missed it, missed it by that much. That was not Strangely it. appropriate. And uh, looks like Aperture or Apple has updated Aperture to uh, 2.1. And uh, for all your photo editors out there, they're using Apple and Aperture. This is probably one of the biggest updates that I've seen, even probably comparably to to 1.5 to 2.0 almost in a ways, because this adds filters to to Aperture and. Uh, uh, the ability to add new f- filters to Aperture. So, Mike? Well, there's a whole underlying plugin structure now as a result of uh, this update, which means there's lots of companies that have uh, filters and stuff that are going to be rewriting their filters to uh, be Aperture compatible, which includes um, the guys from Noise Ninja developing one, which is going to be really, really cool. So that's cool. As I'm trying to turn down the uh, uh, fan on the projector. <laughs> that helped a little bit. Oh, yes, that did. <laughs> oh, very cool. There we go. I, I actually haven't used Aperture very much. Um, I'm just generally familiar with it. The, the, before, the prior editions, they did not have filters? Um, you couldn't add in, like, third-party filters into it. It still relied on, you know, Photoshop being there. It still kind of relies on Photoshop being there. It's not built as a Photoshop killer. It's mainly to help organize your photos. But this is going to allow you to sit there and add in basic filters and stuff like that that people want to develop for it. And that way... It might take away less and less need to sit there and use Photoshop unless if you're just a hardcore Photoshop guy. Right. Yeah, I've played around with the uh, one filter that they have, which is Burn, Burn and Dodge, and uh, it works really well. I'm, I'm mightily impressed. 
<laughs> and uh, I'm definitely a, a av- aperture user. Right, right. Have uh, probably edging close to ten thousand photos in aperture. Wow. <laughs> so I mean, it, it's combination. I mean, photo, photo editing, cataloging system. Yeah, it's it's an organizing software. It's not so much for editing, but you can sit there and it's great for adjusting like color and stuff like that. Right, just some basic kind of kind of just uh, something straight to photos out with nothing really complex that you get in something like Photoshop. Then, yeah. That's cool. It's it's a it's a really cool program. I like it. It's I mean it's comparably to to iPhoto or or to the Windows. Uh, uh, what is it called? Um, Google program. Oh, Picasa Web. Picasa, yeah. The, the app, Adobe has their own kind of version of Aperture. It's called uh, Lightroom, but yeah. it handles photos drastically differently than Aperture does. Yeah, but uh, I think that. Uh, I think, uh, yeah, they're just different. You know, it's hard to say which one's the best, and it's really all what you start with, right. what you're going to end up using. Well, I was, I was never really a big fan of, of uh, iPhoto. Uh, I've used Photoshop for years, and uh, um, I've always been really pleased with that. But if, if anything, Photoshop's overly complex sometimes, although I haven't. Uh, they've got a uh, scaled-down version that they've just Well, apparently... this is just kind of like um, I iPhoto. It's not so much a photo editor. You can rely on an external photo editor. Um, iPhoto and Aperture both are kind of built. Aperture has more functions than iPhoto does, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. But it's mainly for organizing your photos and handling them that way. And uh, Photoshop really just doesn't have the means to handle that kind of right. organization. So. Right. So between Aperture and iPhoto, which one would you recommend? Um, if you're just starting off, iPhoto. If you're a professional photographer or have a very large library and want to hand, have a lot more abilities and stuff, Aperture. Okay. Yeah, I think Aperture make a, a bigger difference in that respect. Cool. Anyways, uh, moving on. Computers are programmed by people, not by magic. <laughs> <laughs> this is a, a great little article that talks about basically how... Um, kind of all those movies and TV shows kind of give you the assumption that all the stuff is just put out there and not really made by people, and it's that it's super super reliable when it really is not. <laughs> um, it's just a really interesting, interesting uh, little information there that I think is a. Uh, uh, I think you just need to go out and, re- and read that whole article because it just kind of goes over the fact that people are putting too much faith in like e voting machines, right? And things like that. Even like uh, this um, club that I belong to, and they're like, "Well, we want to do all this voting online." I'm like, "No, you don't. You want to have, have it hand voted. Yeah. It's because it's too easy to cheat, right?" <laughs> And uh, so, anyways, I think that's kind of that, you know, one of those things. Anyways, Mike, you want to talk about this F-22 that's falling apart? Uh, There's reports that uh, the glue used on the F-22, which is the Raptor, which is the the aircraft that is the new stealth fighter, um, the glue is not holding, apparently. 
And this could be a big problem, especially because the F-22 is meant to replace the F-15, which the F-15, several, about a third of the fleet's been grounded because of the fact that um, they had structural uh, frame problems with those. So the F-22 is going in to replace it. And with, you know, the airframe not being totally structurally sound, because apparently they use bad glue, because it's carbon fiber. You cannot weld carbon fiber. Yeah. You have to use glue. Very much aware of that, considering I'm an avid cyclist. Yeah, I figured. (laughs) Isn't this something they'd kind of checked before? You you would think, but apparently um, uh, there was a damage... um, there was an accident last November. Part of the airframe of the F-22 fell off into the engine intake, causing $1.2 million of damage to that single fighter. And as a result, they've started doing checks, and turns out the glue is not exactly holding on those. I, I just got I just got to sit here and shake my head. Um, I mean, how long does it take to develop something like, uh, uh, you know, uh, I'm just not real familiar with these planes, but I mean, you're talking, what, a decade's worth of development, mm-hmm. if not more? Billions of parts. Yeah, so billions sure of parts. Just... Not to mention the money that they've, they've dropped on this thing, and it's something, well, granted, it's probably high-tech glue, but... Um, yeah, you would think that's that's something basic they would have checked. We should have used something better than Elmer's. <laughs> <laughs> Don't, that was a problem. Whoops. <laughs> so, Dvorak talks about the media? Yeah, I, I thought this was pretty interesting. Um, and I kind of wanted to get you guys' uh, opinion just kind of real quickly on... Uh, on just what he was talking about. And roughly speaking, um, there's there's obviously a lot of changes going on now with, with media and what have you. Um, and part of that change is where people get their news from. And uh, I was just curious what you guys uh, kind of thought about that. And where, I mean, where do you get your news from? I get my news off the internet mainly. Right. Now, every now and then I'll tune in, catch something on, on TV. But mainly I get it off the internet. Um, news.google.com right what about the newspaper the local newspaper <laughs> if something happens locally and i'm really wanting to see it, the article on it uh, that i know the newspaper's there then yeah i'll right. go get a newspaper but do you ever check out their website no okay <laughs> that, that, that was it, it annoys the heck out of me about the fact the registration yeah so. that's how it is with me yeah i can understand that that um you know, talking about registration uh, and websites, it's a lot of newspapers. I don't think really kind of have a hand have a handle on where they want to go with their websites. Um, but no, that's yeah, I think the, the newspapers are kind of lost at right. this point in the game. They don't know what to do. They're scared. Um, I'm not going to say the next word, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't. Th- I think they're just lost. They don't know what to do. Yeah, I've heard uh, some critics, uh, um, you know, bring up that uh, the what, what what's considered uh, uh, you know a broken business plan, and uh, you know um, what worked ten or fifteen or twenty years ago simply won't work nowadays. And um, I, a few people have uh, 
have even uh, uh, suggesting a radical change as into the restructuring of newspapers in general. But, um, you know, what makes up a staff, uh, or traditionally makes up a staff, doesn't necessarily uh, uh, bode well for the future. But uh, Well, the last time I got the newspaper, which was just a couple of weeks ago, because there was an article in there that I wanted to go see, I just couldn't believe how thin the the local newspaper was. The other problem is you have uh, newspapers increasing their circulation numbers, just or trying to keep them the same by uh, taking subscribers that have stopped paying for the newspaper and continuing to deliver the paper to them, right. just so they can count them as in their circulation numbers. Well, the thing about circulation numbers are they're traditionally the the one gauge that newspapers have always used, and um, that's I think no longer the case in in many circumstances. Um, but you know the interesting thing is circulation numbers have been dropping since the seventies, um, and that's how that that obviously predates the internet. Um, but the first thing you'll, you'll usually hear out of circulation people are you know that's that's the internet that that's killing us blah blah blah. But um, I don't know. But I think it's more than just the internet. I think it's the fact that these newspapers are becoming more and more cookie cutter. You know. Their corporate entities are sitting there filling in all of the information and only allowing very little or minimal local news in there. And what little local local news they do add in, they've cut reporters more and more and more. So as a result, they're under more deadlines, more stress, and have to get the job done faster, which means worse articles. Well, that's exactly uh, Dvorak's point. Uh, he specifically mentioned that instead of having a repetition of all the news, I mean, if you go to Google, for instance, Google News, and look up a specific article, it'll tell you that it's been in a thousand or fifteen hundred different newspapers or been cited, you know, that X amount of times, whatever that is. Yeah. Um, and he he argues, and I agree with this, that um, you you've got to be able to you know give your customers what they want essentially but um don't go out there and just keep repeating the same story over and over and over and over again and uh, uh you know it's packed journalism but well another thing that that i don't like is um the uh how how accurate is the uh report that's in there and sometimes you can read like so you go to news.google.com you read an article on it on something and there's four or five different articles on the same subject. Right. And they're all completely different. Right. You know, so, you know, who knows? You know that something happened there. You don't know what. Right. You know, so the, uh, uh, the accuracy, I think, is, is a, a uh, issue. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and the fact that another thing is, especially considering um, the, the political game, in 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 the picture with with the news is is uh you know people the news reporters taking sides where i think that should be a a moot point right well just to kind of wrap things up we spent a lot of time on this but to kind of wrap things up i mean do you see a credibility gap when finding news on the internet I find it where where you know you can read enough art, different articles and then from there you can kind of assess, kind of yeah, hash it out for yourself. Yeah, right. What do you think, Mike? I think that it takes a wide range of uh, different articles and looking from different aspect ratios and even different countries writing different articles. Right. I mean, some of the most interesting news I find is you know usually coming from the European countries looking into America. It's right. kind of interesting to see their their angles and aspects. Of Just it. a different perspective. Yeah. 
Cool. Well, that 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 I mean, that pretty much answers my question. But um, I, I think it's really relevant, especially nowadays. But uh, um, you know, I've always thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah. Well, I think that kind of wraps it up for this episode. Um, I'm your host, Mike Wilhelm. I'm his co-host, Mike Dunlap. And I'm sort of the fifth wheel, uh, Randall. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, we're going to wrap it up with uh, a song from Jonathan Colton called Mr. Fancy Pants. Chances are your pants are not as fancy as the pair of very fancy pants that Mr. Fancy Pants will wear. When everybody's marching in the Fancy Pants Parade, he's gonna pass the test, he's gonna be the best, the best in terms of pants. You look in every catalog, you shop in every store, cause even though you have a hundred pants, you want some more. And suddenly you see the greatest pants you've ever seen, and even though you know it's gonna cost a lot of dough, you have to have the world's best pants. They make the big announcement and the trophy goes to you You thought you had some fancy pants and now you know it's true You look at Mr. Fancy Pants and hold the trophy high Everybody cheers while he's blinking back the tears He doesn't even have the best pants